This episode of the Power Connect Podcast News You Can Use is brought to you by 30tonetzero.com. We must not confuse dissent with disloyalty. What did he say? You ready? Welcome into the Power Connect Podcast. I'm your host, Fred Davis. Episode 29 of the show rolls along on a Tuesday. And it's a News You Can Use kind of show today. Yes, that's right. A special Tuesday edition of News You Can Use. Normally, as you guys know, if you're following the program or if you're new to it, we do News You Can Use on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. And then, of course, we do our regular interview-style format on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Slated to have Mr. David Haresh, Director of Marketing for 4M Data Analytics uh, today. However, the sound quality, just not enough to get it done for what you guys have come to expect from the Power Connect from a Fred Davis production. And so we're going to re-record that. A good lesson learned, ladies and gentlemen, when it came to that. And so we're going to get that done. And of course, he's over in uh, Israel. So a little bit of a, a, a time difference, but we're going to get that taken care of. So you will hear Mr. David Haresh from 4M. Stay tuned for that, but you just won't hear him today. Because like I said, it wouldn't do him justice. It wouldn't do 4M justice. And it certainly wouldn't do you, the listener, justice for what you've come to. To expect quality-wise from the Power Connect. So without further ado, we're going to do a news you can use today. We've got four great stories on tap for today. As always, though, remember, follow the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can do it on the website as well, thepowerconnect.net. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating. Helps with the algorithm. Listen to the entire show. You will be glad that you did. And of course, as always, make sure you give us a follow on Twitter as well, at the Freddie D on LinkedIn, Fred Davis, The Power Connect. Check it out. Follow us. Let's make a memory, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, if you want to be on the program, if you've got news that you want to uh, distribute to the folks in the energy sector, you can do that as well. Connect with us via email, fred at thepowerconnect.net, fred at thepowerconnect.net. All right, that's enough of all that. Let's get down to some news you can use on a Tuesday. U.S. offshore wind is ready to blow. A prohibition that kept developers from tapping wind potential on coasts around the United States and Puerto Rico and U.S. territories are set for a rollback after the Tax and Climate Bill passed on Sunday would lift that prohibition, opening coastal waters around the five U.S. territories to offshore wind development and compelling the U.S. Interior Department to pursue potential lease sales there, according to a report from Bloomberg.com. The shift, which the House must still clear as part of the so-called Inflation Reduction Act is being cast as a win for island territories that are heavily reliant on fossil fuels, including diesel, for electricity, and are especially vulnerable to the effects of climate change. The territories need to be able to diversify their energy, said Eric Melito, president of the National Ocean Industries Association. Quote, this will also give them the opportunity for investment in their backyard. In addition to allowing wind leases on the American territories, the legislation would also lift a 10-year moratorium on the sale of wind leases off the coast of Florida, Georgia, and the Carolinas. The prohibition was imposed by former President Donald Trump, who threatened to stifle growth of our clean energy economy, said Representative Deborah Ross, a Democrat from North Carolina. You can go to Bloomberg.com for more on the story. 
Oil prices drop. Oil prices dropped over a dollar today, approaching a multi-month low that they hit last week, pressured by the latest progress in talks to revive the 2015 Iran nuclear accord, which would eventually allow Tehran to boost exports in a tight market, according to Reuters.com. The European Union on Monday put forward a, quote, final text to revive the deal. A senior EU official said a final decision on the proposal, which needs U.S. and Iranian approval, was expected within very very few weeks. Brent crude fell $1.34 to $95.31 a barrel, while U.S. West Texas Intermediate, or WTI, dropped $1.25 to $89.51. Quote, I'm not sure traders are particularly hopeful considering how long it's taken to get to this point, and with there still reportedly being points of contention, said Craig Earlham of the brokerage firm OANDA. Talks have dragged on for months without a deal. Still, Iran's crude exports, according to Taker Trackers, are at least 1 million barrels per day below their rate in 2018 when then-U.S. President Donald Trump exited the nuclear agreement, so an agreement could allow a sizable boost in supply. Oil was booming earlier in the year as Russia's invasion of Ukraine added to supply concerns, with Brent hitting $139 a barrel in March, close to its all-time high. Fears of a global recession have lingered since. Brent fell as low as $92.78 on Friday, its lowest since February, as the Bank of England's warning on Thursday of a drawn-out downturn intensified fears of slowing fuel use. In China, the world's largest crude importer saw its crude imports fall 9.5% in July, according to customs data. You can find more on the story at Reuters.com. Don't drink rainwater. Rainwater almost everywhere on Earth has unsafe levels of forever chemicals, according to new research from the University of Stockholm. Per and polyfluoroalkyl substances, otherwise known as PFAs, are a large family of human-made chemicals that don't occur in nature. They are known as forever chemicals because they don't break down in the environment. Their non-stick repellent and stain properties can be found in household items like packaging, electronics, cosmetics, and cookware. But research shows now that they're everywhere, including Antarctica. Safe guideline levels for some of these forever chemicals have dropped dramatically over the last two decades due to new insights into their toxicity. Quote, there have been an astounding decline in guideline values for PFAs in drinking water in the last 20 years, says Ian Cousins, lead author of the study and professor at the Department of Environmental Science at Stockholm University. Although in the industrial world we don't often drink rainwater, said Cousins, many people around the world expect it to be safe to drink, and it supplies many of our drinking water sources. To learn more about unsafe rainwater, go to euronews.green. Finally, luxury gets a wee bit more expensive in Canada. Canada's making the elite think twice before buying nice things thanks to a new luxury tax. The Select Luxury Items Tax Act, which will go into effect September 1st, will add a 10% tax on the full value of any Canadian purchases of aircraft and cars that exceed $100,000, as well as boats that exceed $250,000. These thresholds are in Canadian dollars and convert to roughly $78,000 and $194,000, respectively, in U.S. funds. The Canadian government has argued the tax will not only discourage the wealthy from purchasing emissions-intensive vehicles, but reduce inequality as well. Quote, some Canadians have lost their jobs or small businesses while some sectors of the economy have flourished, per a statement on the government's website. That's why it is fair today to ask those Canadians who 
can afford to buy luxury goods to contribute a little bit more. The tax is being highlighted after a recent report showed the amount of emissions produced from celebrities using private jets, including the likes of Taylor Swift, Drake, and Jay-Z. But not everyone is in favor of the luxury tax or at pointing the blame on celebrities. The new Canadian tax has received criticism from the business community, while some have argued that it has serious implications for an aviation industry that has already faced challenges during the pandemic, potentially resulting in a loss of at least 900 jobs. Quote, the economic impact of the luxury tax will be significant and have not been studied with a comprehensive understanding of our industry, said Anthony Norheko, president and CEO of the Canadian Business Aviation Association. Also adding, quote, my feeling is that while I would prefer Taylor Swift make more responsible transportation decisions, shouting at celebrities on the Internet is not in my personal top 10 list of policy levers, said NASA climate scientist Kate Marvel in an interview with Axios. That's going to do it for News You Can Use on a Tuesday. Be sure to check out the podcast. We've got, again, we've got a recording with David Haresh coming up soon. We're going to make sure that gets done right. Also, too, we're going to be speaking with Miss Aria McKenna coming up very soon as well. Catherine McLean from Dylan Green. And then, of course, we've also got uh, a podcast coming up with none other than Mr. Andreas Thorsheim, founder and CEO at Atovo. So a lot of good stuff coming up. And of course, don't forget, we'll still have plenty of news you can use as well. We've got some other projects that we're working on that we're going to be announcing here very soon. So stay tuned for all of that. This has been News You Can Use on the Power Connect podcast, connecting the energy transition one conversation at a time. (laughs) 